This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support. This is Mike Rallman from the Be Our Guest podcast. And you're listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 143 of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. And we are so glad you're here with us. We have a great show today. We really do. Um, We are going to be going back. I'm almost going to say back in time, but... um, I see what you did. Yeah, you see what I did there. I, I see that. We are going back to the... Marvel Metal Chasers series. Oh, Metal Chasers Assemble. We are finishing this series out slowly but surely as Mm -hmm. we approach the end of the year. Mm. And we had, this is our last 5K of the series. I believe that is correct. Everything else is a 10K. Or a half. Or a half Mm -hmm. marathon. So we're going to be talking about one themed after one of my favorite movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Agreed. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, Great metal, great Mm. charity. I mean, just this is going to be a fun one. Yeah. But uh, wait, there's more. We are also going back in time when it comes to our food and beverage. Indeed. We... I don't think we can really help ourselves anytime we go to Disney Springs in Orlando. It, it's like there is a a pull. It is like, you know how the cape in Doctor Strange picks. Comes to life. And picks Stephen Strange. Yes. Like picks him. I feel like Ragland Road picks us. Like, you know you want to come here. You know you want to eat and drink here. You know you need to celebrate any accomplishment here. I am a huge fan. And I know that we've talked about Raglan Road on the show oh, sure. a while back. Mm-hmm. This is one of those places that deserves to be revisited because the food is that good. The environment is that good. And in this, I don't want to say post um COVID time. Well, post-closure. Post-closure. The initial closure. Mm -hmm, I would say. Being able to talk about it now with Mm -hmm. what's available and Mm -hmm. and how it's different or is it different is is important for people who might be looking to begin traveling again. Mm -hmm. And what kind of experience and what kind of meal and that you'll get there. Yeah. And here's a a little tip. It's going to be a really good experience and mm-hmm. a really good meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how we are. We don't, uh, <laughs> we, we're not negative. We only bring you the things that you should try. 
Yeah, we've actually, again, we've had a, uh, several people write in and say, hey, you know, talk about some places that we should avoid or things we should not do. And we're like, you know, that's just not us. There's plenty of negativity on the internet without us contributing to We're it. We're just going to focus on where you should go. Yeah, so we are going to give you the places that you must do. Mm-hmm. And there are plenty. People, uh, We've had some people say, you, you, everything you talk about you like. Well, yes. Yeah. But there is plenty that we go and do that, mm-hmm. that never Does makes not. the show. It, it just doesn't. It's and the cutting room floor. Cu- yeah, we call that cutting room floor. <laughs> So, so we're going to talk about great stuff today. Yeah, and Raglan Road is not one of those places. And for beverages, uh, for beverages, we just can't help ourselves. Sometimes you don't have to go to a, a third place, right? To explore and then indulge. Because sometimes the indulgence is right there too. It's all in one neat, fabulous, delicious, delightful, amazing, tasty experience it is yeah so that is this week's episode we are going to be it's a marvel themed sort of disney themed yeah race Mm. and food experience Mm -hmm. but worry not if you're not into the house of mouse you don't have to get any mouse in your food or in your run this is just going to be a great virtual and amazing irish food Mm mm-hmm with or without the mouse. That's up to you. Yeah. Optional. So let's get started. Let's talk running, of course, at the top of the show. Yeah. You know, it is, it's the holiday season and there is always the challenge in the holiday season of keeping up with your training, especially in 2020 when so many races have been postponed and so many live races are few and far between. Almost all of the races Mm. have been postponed or Mm. gone virtual. Mm -hmm. So we're just lucky that we can travel to Orlando now that it has kind of Disney, Disney Springs has kind of reopened. And we can actually take a great, a great theme, a virtual race. Metal Chasers, Bill and Christina, they do it right with their Metal Chasers Assemble series. And I am so excited to see what they do with their villains. Well, they've started teasing you know? for 2021. Uh, they don't call it villains. Well, right? they're doing a villains one, but yeah. they started initially teasing the anti-hero, the anti-hero is what series that's yes. coming. yes. So but that'll be for 2021. Yeah, so I'm I'm so excited about that, let me, me tell you. But th- this one is like you said our last 5K and we we actually did it on your birthday weekend. We did. Up there. Yes. Um the the weekend of November 7th is is when we actually went up and did this. We we always joke and say, well, if Disney's going to cancel races, we're just going to bring the race to Disney. Yeah. And that's what we have tried to do where where we've been able. Mm-hmm. And being able to run a Disney or a, a Marvel-themed race on Disney property does take me back to when Disneyland mm-hmm. out in Anaheim was doing the Superheroes Half Marathon weekend. Miss that so much. I miss that race. I'm with you. It, that I, I really think is my favorite of all the Disney races. All it was of them. Just so great. So, so great. So, 
So in that spirit, we're trying to stay motivated in the holiday season with lots of race cancellations. So the Metal Chasers Assemble series brings us a 5K that is called the One Chance 5K. Now, I'm about to drop some spoilers for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Mm. So, folks, if you have not seen Avengers Endgame, I'm about to spoil some stuff for you. So, three, two, one. This is themed after a comment that Stephen Strange makes where he uses the Eye of Agamotto to view all possible futures Mm. of how the Avengers would fight and potentially win against Thanos. Mm -hmm. And he tells Tony Stark that out of 14 million variations, there's only one situation or one chance for it to go their way. Yeah. And he wouldn't say what it was or what happened because if he told them then it wouldn't happen. Mm. And that's what this race is themed after. So you have a metal that actually has the centerpiece is a like a, a bronze looking eye of Agamotto, 3D? which is the is the um, medallion coming. that Stephen Strange wears. Mm-hmm. Coming out of the metal, almost 3D. Yeah, and then it's got this round circular um, border that is similar to the the shields that Stephen Strange or Doctor Strange and the other um, other sorcerers are able to to conjure, mm-hmm. except it's in green instead of the orange, like in the in the movies. Well, we see some of the green ones, don't we? Well, no. usually for the green, what you see is is the 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 um, the glyphs kind of floating. Yeah around his wrist yeah. in the initial movie, Doctor Strange, right. when he's turning time backwards. There you go. Okay, so. Yeah. Yeah. And this metal is just like the other metals from Metal Chasers. Like you said, they do it right. They find some unique thing to bring to each metal. Is it a spinner? Is it... You know, like on the Spider-Man one, how he he's in the web and he's he's like he is the spinner against the web, and he's hanging upside down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this or like the the spinning shield for Captain America, mm-hmm. run all day, ten k. This is so great because if you expose that green border that you're talking about to light for a few minutes or you know an extended period of time, let's say. Then you turn the lights out. It glows in the dark. It's a glow. It's a glow in the dark metal. Oh, I love it. It glows with that that you know fluorescent green, and that just re-emphasizes. Oh. I mean, it just fits into the color scheme of the metal. It's awesome, and I just the way that they did that just to bring a, a unique feature to each metal in the series like that. They didn't have to do that. No. And it's so, you know, like I just want to put it up to the light and then turn all the lights out, have it glow in the dark. So awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't think it would translate well if we tried to do that during a live, huh? It would be really hard, would be hard. for the cameras to, to pick that up, I think. But yeah. what I actually like about it is the level of detail they put into the Eye of Agamotto itself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's done in relief where it's kind of raised uh, off of the background. Yeah. And it is just super detailed. It Dimensions. looks great. Dimensions of detail. And this metal is hefty. It's mm-hmm. it's solid. It's got multiple colors. It's got green. It's got like a gray. It's got black lettering. All the lettering is enameled, and you have mm. everything's etched. Nothing's just painted. It's great. It's just super high quality. And the and the ribbon says one chance. So. And it's got what looks like the silhouette of Doctor Strange <laughs> in the in the in his cape cape yeah. So. I think that is fantastic. Oh, yeah. The cool metal to earn is a motivator, but also it, it supports an organization called Ava's Avengers. And at avasavengers.org, their mission says, uh, Ava's Avengers seeks to stand as a symbol of hope to individuals of all ages living in need by raising awareness through... Public and charitable events, Ava's Avengers seeks to decrease the socioeconomic burdens placed on families by building support networks dedicated to furthering disease education, raising hope, and increasing human resilience by reminding everyone of the hero within themselves. So, and, and they say to join Ava's Avengers and find your inner hero. So, they, it, it its theme is very... Very adventurous. On point. Very on message. On yeah. point. Yes. They they are using the font. They the the artwork has somebody wearing a Captain America T shirt. Mm-hmm. They just did a really nice job with the with the website. Yeah. I. You can find out more about the organization, but I just like how they they partner throughout the series with different organizations that do fantastic work in communities around them, around the country. It's just awesome. Yeah. And they do a lot through virtual races and Mm -hmm. they make it easy for you to participate. Yeah. Which is super cool. So great that they are doing a chair, a, a race to support yet another cool charity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I enjoyed this one, even though we kind of did it uh, about um, the Disney Springs area. You mm-hmm. know, it wasn't in the parks proper. Right. So what we do very often is we'll we'll actually run at Disney Springs. And it's kind of interesting because right now Disney is very hardcore about making sure you have masks on oh, in yeah. public. Mm-hmm. So we started at our hotel mm-hmm. and we were just staying right down the street from... Disney Springs, oh, and, and we used the distance from there over to the Springs. Mm-hmm. That was probably half a mile. Yeah, ish. I would say correct. And That's correct. then we finished in Disney Springs, basically just doing a couple of laps around mm-hmm. the Springs themselves. Yeah. And while you're in there, you've got, and, and if you're in public and you're moving around, you must have your mask on. Yep. So we were fortunate. Yeah. The weather... 
<laughs> there you go. The weather was kind. It's the bell, people. You know, the weekend of my, my birthday was, you know, as you start getting into November, it starts to cool off a little bit. Less here. humid, I would say. And the main, I was going to say, the main thing yeah. is even if it's warmer, it tends to be less humid that time of year. Indeed. So we were able to go... I think I still got a little bit of sun doing it. Yeah, we did. And, and we, you know, we worked up a little bit of a sweat there at the beginning, you know, when we were kind of warming up in our hotel parking lot and doing some of it there. Yeah. There, that was good. And we, you know, basically did a couple of laps around, but then that put us right there to get a bite of lunch and just Yay. kind of get something to drink. And then mm. we could always, the nice thing about being able to do laps there is, if you needed to go to a restroom, you had a clean, secure restroom, mm -hmm. no matter you know where you're at. Yeah, access and to beverages, access to beverages, or access to water fountains. Mm. And we found, <laughs> we found the, the water fountains and the the restrooms over at the Cirque du Soleil mm -hmm. were unlocked, and the, yeah. the the water fountains were right there by the restrooms. Yeah, so that was perfect. Good working, really like good height on the water fountain. And the security guards got to, they, they saw us doing the laps. They're like, and, what, what's going on with you? And we'd, we'd talk to them for a bit. And then when they'd see us on the next lap, they started clapping for us and applauding. So You're it was, it uh, done. yeah, I mean, it was, <laughs> the, even the security guards yeah. were being very cool about it. Yeah. You know, because at, at, at first they're like, oh, you, you know, we would get to the end of like a walkway and there's only a single point of ingress to Disney Springs. Or there's employee parking where they kind of monitor and make sure people don't go back there. Exactly. Yeah. So they're making sure you, people, unauthorized people weren't going there and they'd mm. see us and we're like, no, 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 we're just going to this. To we're going to come, we're going to turn right around. This is our turnaround point. And they're <laughs> like, oh, okay. And they were just very nice. Very nice. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. I enjoy doing it, 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 that kind of closed course like that. And it wasn't too crowded. No. At that time, it really wasn't. Now, I think the crowds are steadily ramping up at Disney for holidays. It, it seems so mm -hmm. based on what we're hearing from yeah. friends and other yeah. people who've traveled. And we've also recently traveled there. So, you know, we are starting to see a little bit more of it picking up, but Disney is again, their, their rollout of, you know, increasing capacity, but still being very Safe. strict about mm -hmm. masks and their, their cast members are on it. You know, yeah. they're, if, if you, and I'm even guilty of it. You know, if I get a five o'clock shadow and I start talking, my mask will come down below my nose and I can't tell you two or three times in the day, they'll be like, sir, you got to pull your mask up. I'm like, I know I have a beard. It's, but I think that it's not on purpose. You feel very safe. And I don't think it's two or three times you had, I think it was like maybe once. It felt like two or three, you know, but you're, you're very, safe and secure in the knowledge that they are doing everything they can to make it a great experience while adhering to safety protocols. Yes. That's what so. I would say a hundred percent. And it, it was just a great experience. Very much so. Great race, great medal, great bib, great time. Yeah. And again, like we've mentioned with these races before metal chasers does it right in the swag so mm -hmm. not only are you getting an amazing metal, you're also getting a really cool bib that's made of the Tyvek material. It's color matched and the pattern and the artwork is all it's matched great. to the ribbon yeah. and the metal itself. So, you know, when we've run these around, when we had our, we had our, our, uh, our bibs on, we did, you know, people are asking, is there a race? Is there a race? And we're like, no, we brought the it's race virtual. here, you know, but it's, it looks that good. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it doesn't look like um, something you printed on your home printer. I mean, it looks like an official race bib. It's great. It was just absolutely great. And uh, th- those are experiences that I'm going to carry with me. That last turkey trot that we talked about, mm-hmm. Richard's run over, over the last few weeks. Those are things that I'm going to carry with me since I may not be running here for a little while. Oh, are we going to, are we making the official announcement now? So I took a tumble, had a little bit of a fall here at home. Nothing in a run, nothing to do with running at all. I, um, getting out of the car and just half on the concrete, half of the grass. Yeah. Just, a a, I feel really silly. It's a misstep. Yeah. And it, ha- it could happen to anybody, you know, and then just didn't feel right and didn't feel right. And you think, oh, I'll take, you know, I'll take it easy. I'll take a couple of days off, whatever. Um, yeah, not so much. So I went to the doctor. He said, yeah, it, you're walking in front of me. There's something not right. Let's get an MRI. And that confirmed a medial and lateral tear in my right meniscus. Uh. And so this Wednesday, I'm going to have surgery. Getting the old knee scoped. Mm -hmm. So (sighs) that means for at least the next couple of weeks that I will be your intrepid field reporter reporting on the virtual runs that we're running. Yeah. Amy's going to be focusing on her recovery. Mm Mm-hmm. And on her rehab, mm-hmm. she'll be doing physical therapy. And then she'll, as soon as she's physically able, start getting back out and walking. Yeah. And then as you get more strength and stability back in the knee, then you can begin incorporating your running. Yes. So I'm going to be in close contact with Jeff Galloway. I'm renewing e-coaching with him because as we... As I recover and get the physical therapy under my belt, I just want to have his guidance to be able to ramp back up the training in the right way and on the right timeline. And I know that he's the man that can get me there. Absolutely. Help me get there. I hope to be in good walking shape at the very least to participate in a Christmas morning Race, virtual race. We are actually talking about a second race on this episode. Look at yeah. that bonus content for we, you guys. We got so a, much. We love the run. A Nation. wonderful email from Kelsey, who is over at the OC Marathon group, which we looked hard at. Oh, we so getting did. out to California and, and running. Uh, before this is all before twenty twenty. Yeah, before twenty twenty happened to us all. Yeah. And she reached out to us and she said, hey, we'd love to give you a discount code and uh, and have you run our holiday run for a clause 5K and one mile that supports the Salvation Army. Yeah, and they sent us a couple of entries mm-hmm. so that we can run it. And so, they sent us the swag. Yeah, it was so great. I mean, we have a lovely medal. Which is like, you know, it's like Santa Claus. It's a run for a clause. It's got glitter. It's, it's also, it's the classic, almost like the Coca-Cola Santa. Yeah. 
in done in a metal form, mm-hmm. and then they put a a COVID mask. Yeah. On a face mask on him. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's it's kind of like classic, but also has this kind of odd modern twist to it. I guess it's paying homage to the fact that it's virtual. Exactly. And why. And w- uh, we got a beard that I just don't know how to wear, a Santa beard that I don't know how to wear. In your in your swag bag, you get a, a, a face mask that consists of a beard yeah. and mustache. I'll work on that. You get a Santa hat. A Santa hat. That's embroidered with the race logo uh-huh. on the, the white part of the Santa hat. So cute. You get the coolest neck gaiter. I love that neck gaiter. The material is awesome. It's it's like, uh, it reminds me of a, like a Dr. Cool uh, cooling Those gator. cooling towels that you would get at the end of Run Disney Races? Yeah. And, yeah. and I, well, I have their gaiter. I have the neck gaiter mm-hmm. that they make. Love and it. I love, love it. it. Uh, so it reminds me a lot of that, mm-hmm. but it looks like a like a Christmas scarf, like an yeah. ugly Christmas sweater. It's but it's not ugly. I like the patterns. No, I, I wouldn't wear it in a sweater form. Well, see, but <laughs> I think it's cool. It is very cool, and yeah. and if you go onto our social media feed, you'll see we did a a, a beer chat last night where mm-hmm. we actually recapped some some holiday beers yep. in a six pack put together for us from our friends at number three craft brews Excellent. here in Cape Coral. Yes. And we actually did an unboxing of all this stuff. So if you want to yeah. see Amy with all the swag and like the, how I just it's, can't wear a beard. It's right? adorable. Can't put it on properly. Like, no, no, the mustache goes below your nose. Yeah. Like, thank you. Runcation nation <laughs> that participated in the chat and corrected me. I great. appreciate that. It was I'm, great. Uh, it's a humbling experience when you don't know how to wear your race swag. I'm just saying. Well, you don't have a mustache normally. I don't. I don't. I just don't know. But but at any rate, it's the coolest swag. And I would just like to shout out Meg as uh, one of our patrons. Meg Brower and her husband have already registered for and utilized this discount code. Super cool. Yeah. So the discount code is my name, Amy, A I M. EE 10 and it gets you 10% off the run for a clause 5k plus the race supports the, the Salvation Army. Yeah. And you go to run for a clause that's run for a mm-hmm. to use that discount code and to register. And to register. Yeah, and you can also print a bib and report your times, and you can post pictures and tag them at Run for a Clause or uh, the hashtag Run for a Clause the, at OC Marathon. You could, of course, hashtag it Runcation Nation because we want to see our Runcation Nation. We are planning to do it live on Christmas morning. Yes. That is going to be our Christmas morning before we go over to see family thing mm-hmm. to do. And I think maybe we'll do a live stream. And I just, I hope that I am back in good working order not to hold you back and, and not for it to take forever. You'll be fine to so, walk by then. Yeah. So I hope so. And if not, then I'll, I'll elect to take the one mile option. There's always that option. Mm-hmm. But I hope to do the 5k. That's my goal. 
but we would love to see as many of you register for this and start posting your photos. They also, on their website, they are selling additional shirts that aren't part yes. of your swag bag, and they have yeah. some of the cutest race shirts that I've ever seen. Like um, elves they, or Obviously, Santa. one looks like Santa Claus. The other looks like like um, Elf yeah. uh, from the movie Elf. Uh-huh. Um, what's what, his name? Will Ferrell? Will Ferrell's yeah. character. So they just leaned hard into the Christmas theming and it's so cool. And, I love it. And again, it benefits the Salvation Army. It's a great cause. Mm-hmm. So we hope that all of you will consider registering for this one and doing it and joining us to run this one together separately on or around Christmas. Yeah, depending on the weather. I know Meg says sometimes the the snow gets them up I, there where she is. I can't blame them. But uh if you can, or just jump in the, the live stream and say, hey, if you do it beforehand. We would love, love, love to have the Runcation Nation join us. Mm-hmm. So let's talk food. Oh, you know, we said at the top of the show, Raglan Road calls to us. It's one of our favorites in Disney Springs. And we celebrated not one, but two birthdays there this year. We did. We were Mine up there on yours. my birthday weekend and then on yours. Yeah. It is a place that we have gone numerous times because consistently the food is oh, always good. It's incredible. The entertainment and the atmosphere is always fantastic. Yes. And I know that that was such a challenge. They had to, you know, they had people from Ireland over and performing and they had to send them home. They did. They actually, we we were talking with some of the staff and they said that they sent all their performers back Mm -hmm. because they didn't want them getting stuck here for an indeterminate amount of time Mm -hmm. being separated from family. Right. That makes a lot of sense. And we've caught some of their live streams from from back home, like Emily. Which was great to see that the Raglan Road, the the performers that that Raglan Road had contracted with were actually doing live performances from their apartments or their house or, Mm -hmm. you know. It was great. And connecting with the audience of people that would have gone to see them. Yeah. And making a point to, you know, help people, especially at the very onset of the of the pandemic mm-hmm. where I think people were most frightened and most um, uncertain. And I think it's still, still right now as we head into the holidays, the holidays are not going to be the same for some people. It's not, it's not. And, and the, but the fact that they were, they were willing to still do that and, and make those connections. And, you know, we were mm-hmm. watching those, those live streams those all the were, time. I just, oh gosh, there's the performers that they, Oh, like, when they sing Galway Girl, oh, it gets me every time, every time. And you made a special request. I of did. The current performers that they have. Yeah, uh, the two gentlemen who are currently playing. I didn't get their names when we oh, were there. Oh, we should have. I asked them per- to perform one of my favorites, which is the Long Black Veil. And they did such an amazing job with that. Yeah. I it just it was so much fun and you know everybody's singing along and I think I took footage of you taking footage of them. It's very meta. It's very uh yes. Sorry. Yeah, you know, it, inception. It, the, these guys did a great job and they were so friendly and there were a couple of us having birthdays and actually same thing when when you had your birthday. Mm-hmm. They announced and sang. Yep. It was great. And so they, they did a great job of, yeah. of making you feel good while you were there. But mm-hmm. the 
the food game is always very strong so there. The entertainment bad. game, um, pre-COVID or pre, uh, um, yeah, well, yeah, pre-COVID, you know, it was just packed. Yeah. You know, every seat wall taken, wall. wall-to-wall people, mm-hmm. standing room and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, they had the shutdown. They closed for a while. Then what they did is that they started bringing things back. They brought back a, a modified menu. They mm-hmm. they definitely pared down the, the dancers. Yeah. Where they have fewer Irish dancers on stage at any given time. Normally and they would bring people up. They don't do that. Right. They used to do the kids portion where yeah. the kids would come up. They're not doing that anymore. Right. I don't know if that's coming back. I hope it is I eventually. Hope. Yeah, because it's cute. It's it is adorable, adorable. Yeah. and and you know they've they've socially distanced the tables, and they are slowly getting back to. I don't want to say normal because we're not there yet, but we're getting back to more normal. I think you can feel elements of normalcy when you're there. Yes. Now you still have to wear your mask when you're walking around and but you know at your table masks are off, the performers masks are off when mm-hmm. they're performing because they're socially distanced. Yeah. And- so everything is is done very safely mm-hmm. and you kind of get a chance while you're there because the environment is so warm and welcoming and it's like they took yeah. an Irish pub brick for brick and brought it over here. Yeah, and so great. You kind of get a chance when you go there to forget about it, you know, forget yeah. about the COVID, forget about that, and just enjoy the music, enjoy mm-hmm. the entertainment, and oh yeah, enjoy the food. Oh, and our server, she was so great. Yes, she was awesome, uh, and we were terrible with names this time. <laughs> I just want to say that, <laughs> but but she was, you know, she was so flexible and and making recommendations and because we actually did as an appetizer we split two entrees we ended up splitting two entrees this last time we went yes and that's not to say that their appetizer game is not strong it is super strong and before we talk about the entrees we split i just want to say you know the scallop forest that's on the menu currently, I know that you love. That is, I think, and this is coming from somebody who is a born and raised Floridian who loves scallops as a, just a, a that is a, a, In pref- general. a preferred seafood that I, mm-hmm. I like as a go-to. I think that their scallop forest is some of the best fried sea scallops I've ever had anywhere so delicious. bar none. It's so delicious and tender and then the crispy exterior and just the whole, yeah. I mean, we didn't, we had it at your birthday mm-hmm. and then at my birthday we chose to split to entrees. Yes. But just a plea, if anyone from Raglan Road is listening to our show, please, 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 Bring back the Irish egg. Yeah, they, oh, they, they have not brought back uh, the full menu. They're still on a modified menu. And they used to have this item on the menu called the Irish egg, mm. which is their take on a scotch egg, which oh. is, of course, a soft-boiled egg that is wrapped in sausage and then uh. fried. It's got bread egg and sausage on the outside. It's so good. And the lemon aioli. Mm-hmm. And then the microgreens that I, I just, please, 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 
Amy wants that back. Thank you so much. We all do. We we love you. Yeah. That's just my plea. <laughs> that we're talking about the appetizer portion. But I know this time around we split a couple of entrees because we had never had the bangers and mash. The bang and bangers and mighty mash. Yeah. Um, of all things, it's one of those dishes that if you go to an Irish restaurant, it's kind of a, a, a must. They have to have it on there at some point or another. I like the fact that Raglan actually leans pretty heavily into the heritage, the seafood heritage mm-hmm. of Ireland. Yeah. But they, they, they don't neglect the other aspects as well. The bangers and mash that they do, they do use a Cheshire heritage pork Irish banger which is a sausage Mm. Mm. they serve these over a bed of amazing mashed potatoes so good they're fluffy they're light they're they're creamy they've got a little bit of bite to them they're not like they're not whipped to the point of not having any texture at all but then the secret sauce oh yeah is actually a sauce oh yeah it's their onion gravy it's so good those onions in that gravy. Oh, it's, I can't, it's just, and, and it's in the album, it's in the episode artwork. Mm-hmm. But it is just, I mean, it's sweet. Sweeter than you would expect. But also, you know, it highlights the richness of the, the pork. And if you get some of that gravy and, and the, the strings of onions and some mashed potatoes and some of that pork, which is, which has that, uh, um, that exterior. I was going to say, I know what you're going to say. It's that, it's that oh. amazing casing that has yes. the snap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you get a textural, there's a textural component there yeah. that you, that you would, wouldn't think about. And it's different from sausage that you would get on pizza or in, in like an Italian dish, say. it's It's got a toothsomeness to it. it it's not so finely ground Mm-mm. that it loses all of its texture. And it's just, oh gosh. You get all of that together and you have the perfect bite. Yeah. This is a dish where you literally, by building the perfect bite, it is literally the perfect bite. It is. <laughs> You are, if you love sausage, if you love those, like, sausages, you will love it. You will love it. And that is large enough to split. And you could even, you could walk away from that you, and be perfectly happy. If you're wanting a light dinner, I think that you could split that pretty easily. It's mm-hmm. it's heavy, or I don't want to say it's heavy. It It's it's filling. Robust. It's filling. It's very flavorful. Yeah. It sticks to your ribs. This mm-hmm. is not something we're going to be hungry in an hour. Right. But, you know, it was good enough for us to split as mm-hmm. an appetizer, basically. Yes. Yes. And we moved on to the entree where we had braised, braised bee beef. Braised bee beef. As opposed to praised bee. Ah. Yeah. Braised beef with Colcannon mashed potatoes and roasted veggies. And I don't know if you're like, well, what are Colcannon p- potatoes? Usually they have a green folded into them. Mm-hmm. Like kale. Kale, parsley. Cabbage, cabbage something. something. Yeah. But 
There's also roasted veggies with this. And the braised beef is just slow roasted beef with a gravy and a an incredible fat to meat ratio. Yeah, I I should have really picked their brain and said talk to me about the cut of beef that you guys are we using. We don't even know. It, it it the best consistency I could describe this as is I think that they are using something like a with the, with the fat the fat to meat ratio it's almost like a short rib but there's no bone yeah. so I, I'm that's I'm perfect in, I'm inclined to say it's like a brisket yeah that I think that they're using brisket and short rib imagine that if you will so, and, and they braise this to the point where it is not quite falling apart. But when you attack it with your fork, you won't need a knife. You don't need a knife. Just saying. But they also make a point to, it has this wonderful glaze on it. Oh, that's it's That's got sweet. a little bit of sweetness. Mm-hmm. It, it's very dark. It, it's almost like a... Um, like a demi-glaze? Like a, like a like demi-glaze a... And, and maybe, I don't know, like a... Uh, balsamic vinegar, yeah, kind of thing going yeah, on, yeah. But it's not; t- it's just like a whole. You know, if you were in Florida at Disney Springs during the one day, two days max that Florida decides to participate in winter, yes, this it it it's feeds your soul. <laughs> that's it, a that's a great way to put it. It feeds your soul. And the roasted veggies are like, you know, carrots and broccoli. I can just, I, but the highlight is the carrots. You get the multicolored carrots. Like you have some yellow, you have some purple, you have some orange. They use the rainbow carrots, which are great. So you can get a little bit of that and it's not cooked so that it turns into mush. It is, it stands up. It's like the al dente type, but a little bit softer of the veggie. I was going to say, it's a little, it's, there's no like crunch to it, yeah. but it's not mushy. Mm-mm. So you get a little bit of that. So you get a little bit of vegetable sweetness and you get the potatoes that have some of the veggies folded in. Mm-hmm. And then you get the beef that you can just, it's just, you know, you can flake it off with a little bit of fat and a little bit of meat and you can get that perfect bite. Like we're talking about. Like with we're the, talk- oh, yeah. Yeah. With the bangers mash. You know what I mean. I do. You know what I'm saying. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's great. And it's just, it's it's different from the bangers in mash because of the call cannon potatoes and the roasted veggies. Well, the potatoes are coarser. Mm-hmm. So they're they're more of a, they're, they're a, a, a coarser mash or a rougher mash. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that you get, this is a heavier dish than the bangers. True. So while, yes, so. the pork sausage has a certain amount of fat to it, I think that the braised beef, because you still have part of the fat cap on the beef. And you can actually see that and taste that. It, But it's so rich and so just satisfying. This one, I think if you split, the, if you decide to split this one, you're going to come away feeling fuller. Oh. Than you would even with the bangers, even though the bangers are great. It's, oh yeah, and I'm not I'm not knocking the bangers. Just I think you could know. split either one. I think this one would just it's a heartier type of full. Yeah, without a doubt. Feel. 
That's perfect. Without a doubt. Yeah. But, you know, in a birthday celebration, you also have to have dessert. Yes. And we got the bread pudding. Raglan does this insane bread pudding that is... How could I describe it? It's not so dense that you you f- you know, hate yourself after you eat it. It's it's you know got the the bread chunks that they use kind of hold up during the cooking. Mm. I mean, it all kind of it all marries together very nicely, but it's it's not this super dense lump. It is got a nice airiness to it but then they give you these amazing sauces to pour. Oh. You get a creme anglaise, which is basically this amazing vanilla custard that hasn't set up that you are That's covering. Like vanilla custard with. cream sauce. Exactly. Yes. And then they give you a caramel sauce. Mm. So mm. our waitress tipped us off to the <gasps> proper she way was to eat great. this. She said, run your knife around the edge and dump it out. Because we've never done that before. We've never done it before. And then pour the sauces on top. Oh my gosh. It worked perfectly. The I think they say it's like a butterscotch type sauce. I would say yeah, I'd say that's about right. But I, it's like caramely to me. I love and and listen, you know, I am the queen of getting extra sauce and we got extra sauce, both of them. And just the bread pudding was bit of that crispy crust a little bit of that soft interior the creme anglaise is the vanilla the caramel butterscotch thing going on mm-hmm. and the raisins inside that bread pudding just create the perfect dessert bite yeah this for me is i think one of the the best bread puddings i'm going to get eating out yeah. Anywhere. And I'm a, I'm a fan of bread pudding. That's, mm-hmm. that's something I've always liked, even as a kid. Oh. So. Yeah. Cannot recommend their bread pudding highly enough. Yeah. The whole experience in terms of food, we can't recommend enough. And we've eaten our way around the menu over probably 10 trips to, sure. to Raglan Road. We've had a little bit of everything mm-hmm. from from both the land and the sea. Yeah. Their seafood game is very strong. Oh, their fish and chips are phenomenal. The the one of the other items I can't wait for them to bring back. They make a boring what they call their boring, boring burger. burger. Oh. And it's actually a burger and the the meat on it is wild boar. Yeah, I think we did a quick bite about it and or an episode about it a couple of years a ago. A couple of summers ago. Yeah. And you can you can find actual video maybe. It, it's Absolutely one of the best burgers yeah. I've ever had. And we've eaten a lot of burgers on the show. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it's just one of those places. We are glad that they are back open. We're mm-hmm. glad that things are getting back to normal. And even though they're not, quote unquote, back to full normal, mm. it is the closest thing you're going to get right now while still being you know safe and properly socially distanced and all that other stuff. But... The experience they give you with the food is second to none. It's phenomenal. Even though it's a modified menu and the entertainment is great, the environment is great. Service, awesome. And we're about to tell you about the drinks. Mm-hmm. But, but before we go on. We have to say thank you to all of our patrons for your support and the growth 
that you have allowed us to achieve in 2020, despite the fact that we're a travel podcast that can't, a travel podcast for runners that can't really travel to the fullest extent right now. No. And, you know, we made the mistake of making all these big plans for 2020 and then, you know, 2020 happened. But in spite of that, you guys have stepped up and Mm. you're helping support our show. I just bought some new equipment for our set that's kind of under construction. Fantastic. Because our goal in 2021 is to begin doing some video live streams that aren't sitting on the big red couch in the Run, Eat, Drink podcast Towers? towers. But, you know, while we're actually recording the show... Yeah. And let people kind of see how the, the sausage gets made. Like or you like in this to case, say. how the banger gets made. Oh, the banger's a match. See I see what, what I you did? did there. Yeah. So, you know, you guys are making that possible, and we cannot thank you enough. So if anyone in the audience would like to help us make that 2021 goal a reality, if you want to see more, if you want to get additional content in your week, if you just can't live without your favorite Runcation podcast and want to see more and support us as we head into a stellar 2021, then you can find out more about how to support the show at patreon.com slash Podcast. We have three different levels of monthly support, yeah. $2, $5, $10. Yeah, basically, you know, two bucks is basically buying Amy a cup of coffee, and we all know how much she likes her cup of coffee. You know, for as little as a cup of coffee a month, you're helping keep the lights on, helping keep the bandwidth flowing, and, and me yeah, able to... I don't to... spend it on the cup of coffee. Well, I mean, at some I mean, point I could. or another... I could. You know, we might have a coffee kitty in the Runny Drink Podcast well, that's true. Tower. So that's true. it could happen. It could but, happen. You know, the 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 main goal, though, is, you know, for us to be able to kind of get everything ready to go mm-hmm. to attack 2021 with a gusto. Yes. And with with that two dollar, five dollar, ten dollar level, you get your own special perks. And in fact, our patrons just got early access to that discount code for the run for a clause virtual. And there is your series on your road to health yes, and wellness. I, I'll have a, a, an update on that coming very soon. And we have behind-the-scenes interviews with just really some unique people, some runners that inspire us, some chefs that inspire us. Just, I mean, there there is more that you can have access to if you want more run eat drink podcast and you want to help support the show exactly the show is always going to be free but if you're looking for a way to support us and you want to get more content and connect more with the runcation nation go to patreon.com slash run drink podcast or for you Podbean users mm-hmm. go to the top of our podcast page click on the button that says become a patron same exact levels are there for you too mm-hmm and we can't thank everyone enough for supporting our show. Now, the fact that you are the queen of getting extra sauces. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sauces yeah. don't count as drinks, even though I, I can honestly <laughs> tell you that that creme anglaise sauce. I could sauce, drink it. I would drink it and I, I would regret nothing. But no. I could drink it. But when you are at Raglan Road, this is an Irish pub yeah. at heart. I mean, they certainly have an amazing restaurant, Ugh. but they they offer 
everything you would expect from a classic Irish pub. Yes. From flights of beer imported in domestics. They have signature beers that are brewed just for them. Mm-hmm. They have an amazing selection of whiskeys. Yeah. And they also have wine and bubbly. Yes. And listen, they have specialty cocktails that I just think we ought to uh, go back and check out whenever we can. Because, okay. like, you know, we just we just finished talking about that bread pudding, and there's the spiced caramel apple martini on their menu that apparently has Tullamore Dew. It's the Tullamore Dew Cider Cask, cider which cask? is their Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey aged in cider casks. Yum. Come Hello. On. Come on. And there's, like, muddled apple in there. There's some Irish cider in there. Mangers yes. apple cider. Caramel syrup, cinnamon sugar. Hello. I know. Where was I? Oh, I, 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 oh, I might have been, you know, looking at whiskey flights. Well, I did enjoy <laughs> the Bushmills trio while I was there. Yeah, um, they offer a flight of whiskeys. Um, it's kind of nice that they, they offer you. You have the option to do the flights, and each flight I think is about a half ounce. Yeah, in it's each not pour, big. So you just get a tasting of each mm-hmm. one, but it gives you an opportunity to experience some some of these whiskeys mm-hmm. and in some cases experience some expensive ones. Yeah. I would it, say make this it approachable is and affordable, a, a special occasion kind of thing also. Yes. Yeah. So it was good that we experienced that, you know, it was, it was a birthday celebration. Yes. And you, like you had the Bushmills trio. I had the Midlands flight. They call the Midlands flight, which is Tullamore Dew, different variations of their, whiskey irish whiskey yeah and if if you're new to whiskeys um if you're like well i don't really know too much about irish whiskey i I'll, let me give you kind of a a, a very very oversimplified breakdown mm. irish whiskeys tend to be a little bit milder on the palate not mm-hmm. a lot of afterburn they right. they really focus i think on the malts generally True. speaking agreed then when you start talking about, well, what's the difference between like an Irish whiskey and American whiskey? Well, American whiskey, like bourbon, mm. tends to focus more on the flavors that that barrel imparts. Yeah. So you, you get more of the vanilla and oak notes from American whiskeys than you do, why it typically has to be do. a white oak charred barrel if it's, if it's defined as a bourbon. Defined as a bourbon. Yeah. And then when you start talking about scotch whiskey, that's a whole different ballgame. Uh-huh. You're talking about flavor profiles that are much different than either. And they tend to be more, um, you get flavors of, of the char, mm-hmm. you get flavors of peat moss, you get... Um, very woody, very flavors. woody and very earthy flavors that don't exist really in either American or when you get into Scotch and Irish whiskeys. Yeah, Scotch is its Scotch own animal. Scotch is its own animal, and I just I prefer like listen. At the beginning of 2020, we got some Tullamore Dew on the course at the Fort Lauderdale half. We sure did at mile nine, uh, and I learned something that day. <laughs> What did you learn? <laughs> Maybe Tullamore Dew or Irish whiskey is not the best thing to hydrate with at mile nine. <laughs> but it's so good. And it, it was, was delicious. so it was a unique experience on that race course. And I am just so thankful for that. The ladies were amazing who did that. And I would do it again in a heartbeat. But come mile 10, I'm like, ooh, I feel that. Hello. Yeah, but that <laughs> that experience kind of opened us up to, hey, 
let's get a bottle of this and let's try it. Or when it's on the menu here at Raglan Road, let's experience different variations of that and see where you get, you know, more malty, more caramely notes, more uh, grainy or bready notes. Mm-hmm. And, and what happens when you have a flight, those small um, one or half, half ounce. ounce servings, and then you get served along with water, you can try it with and without, and you and see, see, and you see how much different they are when you just add a couple of drops of water to it. How it opens bl- it up, blooms the flavor, mm-hmm. and that's something we learned about on some trips to to Kentucky. Yeah, how it opens up the vanilla, or it opens up the caramel notes. Right, and that's not to say that it makes it, it turns it into a dessert. It doesn't. No, it just it's the essence of those flavors. Well, that you get the whiskey flights. They, they do a great job of pairing some some excellent Together. selections mm-hmm. and, and you, you can absolutely have a great experience there. But that's actually not even the, the, the thing we're going to talk about for our drink. No, although we, we've kind of talked about it and how you can have it as something to experience. Yes. And I would recommend it if you're looking at, at trying it out. But mm-hmm. Raglan Road has signature beers. Oh. And they get their beers brewed for them by a local brewery up in the Orlando area called Crooked Can. Love, love, love Crooked Can. And every time we go, even if we are just in Disney Springs and and we're not going to Raglan Road. Not eating there. Not eating there. Mm -hmm. We will stop by the outdoor area. They have a beer cart. Yes. And we will pick up a beer from there of this particular beer that we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah. And it's not like we get a little one. They offer a large. They offer, a, you know, like a wee, not so wee, and a friggin' huge. The, fr- <laughs> the friggin' huge size is 32 ounces. <laughs> and the beer we are talking about is, I think, one of my favorite beers of all time. Uh, I will actually put agreed. it in. It's in my top 10 of agreed. all time. Yes. Oh, are we ever going to do like a top beers of the year? And If we're oh going to do it, we only have a couple of weeks left. We should think about that. Maybe we, maybe on an upcoming episode, the drink portion could be our top beverages. beverages? Yeah. Which will probably encompass a lot of beer. Could, but, it could. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> we should do that. So... We've talked about this one in passing before on the show, but again, it, this one is so good, I think it bears repeating. And this one's called Tree Wishes. Oh. They're Grand Irish Red Ale. And for a long time, we called it Tri Wishes. Because it's spelled Tri. T-R-I. And then we learned from a member of the Runcation Nation, Tyler, how we should pronounce it. So thank you for that. And confirmed by their staff. And confirmed by their staff when we actually called the brewery. So, <laughs> yeah, indeed. So I'm sorry, because it was, I mean, the guy probably thought we were weirdos. He, oh, without a doubt, he thought we were weirdos, because mm. we were calling, going, how do you pronounce this beer? Yeah. So, <laughs> this is a Grand Irish Red Ale at Clocks Inn at a respectable 5.5% ABV. Respectable. Yeah, it's not like a four point seven, like a traditional American lager, and it's not okay. one of these that's like a seven. It's not like you know, this one's not going to knock you on your butt. 
Well, I mean, we got 32 ounces of it, maybe. That's a different story. If you make that your Sheer own volume. beer. Yeah. Yeah. But. Try hard. Only 18 IBU, which is a very low on the international bitterness unit scale. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, no bitterness. the verbiage on this, this is brewed only for Raglan Road. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to find much on it. But looking at the description on untapped, uh, this is a collaboration with Arthurstown Brewing Company. And they say, a beer born through collaboration with Ireland-based Arthurstown Brewing Company. Gosh, this we to travel. malt-forward Irish red offers an unparalleled malt profile of softly toasted cereal grain, caramel, honeycomb, and raisin. I just, I get the caramel. I, the cereal is almost like a biscuity bready note to me. Yes, yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. It looks like an amber. If you're looking at the picture, like in the episode artwork, I have you toasting the camera with it mm-hmm. in this week's episode artwork. But it, I mean, it's so good. It, does, it doesn't have an overly heavy body. No. And the carbonation, I would say medium to high. Yes, I would agree. But I just... Amber ales for me, that is a style that I really gravitate to because I'm into malt. Well, Irish reds also. But Mm. Irish reds tend to have a bitter hop note Mm -hmm. as kind of the finish. They usually do. It's... You don't often see the uh, Irish reds that really focus solely on the malt or really Mm. put the malt forward. Yeah. Like this one, the closest thing to this locally that we have had is the Irish red from Coastal Days Brewing. That is true. And that's because you don't get that malty, bitter thing on the back of your tongue at the end. Right. But absolutely what you said, almost like a a biscuity, bready kind of flavor. Mm -hmm. You get a little hint of the sweetness, the caramel notes, like this in the honeycomb and raisin. Yeah. It's so tasty and if this is not your thing then like you said there's a whole there's a whole signature menu and and if you're looking around raglan road you can see that there are flights they do beer flights you can do beer flights so you can get just the irish stout the bloomsday pale ale the tree wishes the cider the blogger organic blonde lager yeah and they do a northeastern uh, IPA. Yeah, so you could try a few, uh, like four different styles, and see what would be your kind of your speed, your jam, your uh, like. Wh- um, that is, I think, how we found it. Yeah, initially we, that that is we did we did flights, and they also have again they have uh, imports. They do you know Guinness, Smithwick's, Harp, mm-hmm. Kilkenny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heineken, Magners, they have American crafts and I believe can or bottle or cans, and then they have bottle beer. I mean, so I mean, there's no shortage of options for you, but I have to say that mm. I absolutely love this beer from Crooked Can. And I really love that they partner with different uh, breweries or brewing companies. Yes. Now, with I, their signature collections. Yeah, I, I, I the way I phrased it earlier may have sounded like they only partner with one. No, no. no. Uh, Raglan's Irish Stout is brewed by Coppertail Brewing. Mm. 
their Bloomsday Pale Ale is from Orange Blossom Brewing. Tree Wishes is Crooked Can. And then Decider Belgian Wit Cider is from Vermont Cider Company. Yeah. So I just, I, I like how they do some local partnership. They, they just, it's, yeah, you get a flight and you can see what you like, but, but I think. Tree Wishes is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. You're a fan of that one. I am a big fan. So. So. I hear you. So, yeah. Raglan Road for the win, both for food and beverage. And that actually just kind of, well, not kind of, it does bring us to the end of another incredible episode. We hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode, and we hope that you'll consider giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts this week. If you love what we do, please drop us a quick rating and review. It helps others find us as well. We want to thank you for joining us on your long run, your commute to work, around the house, or wherever we, wherever you're listening to us. We just thank you for tuning in. We really do. And next week, it'll be me in the field, Amy healing up, and you can follow along with her journey back yeah. to a full and complete recovery. And who knows? Maybe I'll do some special content for our patrons. Ooh, look at that. Yeah. So there you go. In the meantime... I am your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe, stay well, and we will talk to you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or... Send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.